This is the Truth Podcast, where we question everything and no topic is off limits. I got it all covered. Discover the truths about topics you were never taught in school. Learn the uncomfortable and inconvenient truths about current events, geopolitics, culture, economics, and healthcare. You're now listening to the Truth Podcast. Question everything. And now your host, Richard. Yes, and welcome back to a new episode of the Truth Podcast. I am your host, Richard. It is Monday, October 21st, 2019. It is roughly around noontime here in the Pacific time zone. And boy, do I have an important, important, important podcast for you today. I highly suggest that if you have access to YouTube, if you've ever heard of BitChute, if you've ever heard of Brighteon, I highly, highly suggest that you do check out the video version of this podcast. I can guarantee you it will be the most important video that you will ever see. And for you that are listening on streaming platforms like iTunes or Spotify, SoundCloud, etc., be sure to pay very close attention to what I'm about to tell you. We are at war, and you need to understand who your real enemy is. Your enemy is not Russia. Hell, your enemy is not me or the other person that has an opposite skin color of you. The enemy is about to be exposed. And for some of you, you already know who the enemy is. For others that may be listening to this for the very first time, you're about to find out and might likely be shocked at what you're about to hear. But remember, the name of this podcast is called The Truth Podcast. Question everything. And you're about to listen to the most important audio you've ever heard. Before we get started on this very, very, very important episode, I do want to remind you that we, of course, have an official website, truthpodcast.net, where you can see articles, You can check out some videos, past episodes, and of course, subscribe to the podcast. I am also available on social media at TruePodcastQE, at Twitter, Instagram, and of course, Facebook. Let's get into this week's very important message. Have you ever wondered why we go to war, why you never seem to be able to get out of debt? Why there's poverty, division, and crime? What if I told you there was a reason for it all? What if I told you it was done on purpose? What if I told you those that are corrupting the world, poisoning our food, and igniting conflict were themselves about to be permanently eradicated from the earth? You might think that this is an idealistic fantasy. Well, let me tell you a story. We acknowledge that there are criminals, of course. They rob your house, they steal your phone, they murder you too if they think they can get away with it. We have all experienced criminals in one way or another. Criminals as we know are those who choose personal gain over the rights of others with no regards for law. But here's where you need to expand your thinking. 
Criminals can also succeed in business and politics, and can also be elected as our leaders. If a criminal became the president, imagine what they could achieve. They could use the full weight of their executive power to commit much more larger crimes and ensure that they and their friends were enriched to the fullest extent possible. A criminal president could create alliances with other criminal presidents and then collaborate on a more global criminal activities. Anything goes, drug running, human trafficking, whatever makes the big bucks. The 20th century was turbulent with war, economic disasters, famines, and displacement. We have all accepted these as just human nature and simply the way the world works. Something inevitable and due to the weaknesses of human nature that led us to these actions. This is where we were all tragically wrong. You are not a criminal. I am not a criminal. So how can we just assume it is human nature that is driving all of this pain and misery? What if it wasn't human nature at all, and as a result of something much more sinister? We were taught capitalism was the cause of a massive rich-poor divide and the reason for war, which in turn was the reason for war, crime, and starvation. Others were taught that communism, the system of equal wealth across all people, was really to blame for the mess. But you see folks, it is none of those things. It is not our nature to fight and be racist. It's not our nature to rob from others. You must learn that this is what the criminals all along. Yes, they got power. More power than a criminal should ever have. They rose to the top of media companies that control our news and entertainment. They ascended to the top of the banking system, also to the Oval Office, to Brussels, to the Vatican, to the Crown. They crept in quietly. They became leaders of agriculture companies who have control over our food supply. Also big pharmaceutical companies, the ones who we trust to help us when we're sick. Nobody stopped them, and they just recruited more criminals to help them. First they accumulated the world's wealth, they invented a system of money called central banking which lends money to governments with interest, placing countries into internal debt. People's wealth got less, the wealth got more, much more. When a criminal is already as rich as they can get, then protecting their ill-gotten gains becomes a priority. Angry citizens tired of being poor are a major obstacle and can revolt if they suffer enough. The criminals needed to prevent this. So they diverted attention to their last remaining competitor, the people of the world, you and me. We are not happy being ruled by criminals and having to work three jobs just to survive. They know we won't accept it, so they use their control of the media to set black against white, women against man, young against old, Muslim against Christian. They convinced us we were the problem so that we would fight and destroy ourselves. To get it done faster, they attacked all aspects of humanity that, that make us strong. Like family. Using their influence over culture, they popularized lifestyle choices that led to a surge in broken homes, lost youth, and substance abuse. I could talk all day about how else they deliberately weakened us, and it would make your stomach turn. We were just trying to get on with living. So where are all the good guys? Good people just want to get married, have kids, make a living, and enjoy their liberty. Well, there were good guys. One became the President of the United States in January 1961. He knew about these criminals and wanted them gone. He knew their intentions for us 
and he wanted to fight them. Sadly, he had no idea how powerful they had become. Reagan also had good intentions for the American people. He knew this criminal mafia controlled almost everything on by the stage, including the powerful rogue intelligence agencies. His economic policies were promising, but the criminals needed a weak America to hold on to their power. Reagan was shown with a bullet that a growing U.S. economy and prosperous citizens were not what the criminals wanted. It was looking pretty grim for good people. Every time someone wanted to stand up and do the right thing, they got stopped. Were we ever to be freed? These criminals are also known as the Deep State or Cabal because of how they control things behind the scenes. Every president after Reagan was one of these Deep State criminals and their empire grew even stronger. With each bad president came new debts of America and the world was sinking. The world collapsed into darkness. Do you need me to tell you how? Destroy factories, declining job numbers, sicker people, opioids, destruction of Iraq, Syria, and Yemen with pointless war, displacement of people in Europe, ISIS, terrorism, collapsed government, poverty, and genocide. Total misery. Do you think this was inevitable? Hell no. Well, here's where things start to take a new turn. With the full picture comes to be known, it will forever be regarded as the greatest story ever told. Well, here is the top line. Some good people still hold positions of power. They value humanity and the rule of law. While the criminals discussed their game plan at the annual Bilderberg meetings, the good guys were making plans of their own. The information age was coming to change history forever. As the internet flooded into every home and appliances became smarter, and when people started carrying tracking devices, an opportunity to put an end to the criminal control over the world was emerging. We became connected, trackable, and surveilled. But so did they. They became dependent, just like we did, on email, SMS, and instant communication. It made crimes much easier, but it also put them on a grind that, if assessed by the right people, would expose their crimes to the public and end their iron grip on us once and for all. In this new information age, it was thought that the military should also have its own intelligence agency to focus on cybercrime and espionage. They called this the NSA, the National Security Agency. Here we had every phone call, email and text from every device stored and archived. Whether it be someone making a doctor's appointment or the deep state setting up a massive heroin purchase from the Taliban. In the right hands, it would be enough information to expose the entire sinister criminal plot to rob us blind and wipe us out. Hold that thought. Now I need to explain the plan. The good guys were devising a plan to reclaim the world from the cabal and return it to the people. It would involve alliances with multiple countries, since the criminals had global rat lines, trade, and other infrastructure in place that would need their cooperation. It came down to two choices for America. Launch a military coup to seize the government from whichever cabal puppet was in the White House at the time? Or win legitimately, take control of the NSA, expose the crimes for what they are, and arrest them all? Obviously, the first option would be very troubling for the public. With people still preoccupied with cabal engineered social issues, they would likely revolt and hurt themselves and others. No, it would have to be the latter. So they needed a candidate who could win and win big, 
Many states like California have been so heavily indentated with criminals that even the voting machines were electronically set up to swing votes any which way. It would need to be a very decisive victory. Good patriots in the U.S. military and their global partners asked Trump to run for president so they could take back control of America legitimately without alarming the public. Trump was a good choice, obviously, because he overcame the voter fraud and won. But he was a patriot, and he loved and admired by the public. He was not interested in joining the cabal because they hated America, and he did not agree with their thing. As soon as he showed interest in taking power, they activated their media assets to viciously turn on. That's when we saw the sudden hatred emerge. Even when he won, the cabal still had no idea what he was part of, and the sophisticated plan was about to unfold against them. Shocked at their loss, they mobilized a full arsenal of intelligence, media, money, and technology to try and take power back. Their people at the top of the DOJ and FBI then put together a plan to frame Trump and have him impeached. All messages were stored and could be used to expose the plot and prevent Trump's overthrow. An entire book will be written about the first three years of Trump's presidency. False flag terror attacks, downed planes, missile alerts, assassination attempts. Here's the point. The world is currently experiencing a dramatic covert war of biblical proportions, literally fight for the earth between the forces of good and evil. I can't put this in simpler terms, but I can't say it appears that the good guys are winning. The cabal had complete control over North Korea. They hijacked the Kim dynasty, took them for hostage, and worked to build up a nuclear arsenal to threaten the entire world. Kim Jong-un suddenly embracing peace was simply because the deep straight were beaten and driven out. ISIS was also destroyed in the year after Trump's win. We're all starting to see the pattern now that enough time has passed that our biggest global concerns are starting to recede and peace is returning. It's all evidence that the good guys are winning the war. But we are still in the middle. While a lot is improving, it still puzzles many of us that most of these criminals are still free, especially higher-ups like Hillary Clinton, the Bushes, and the Obamas. That is coming in the next chapter of the story. That's why we have Q. The good guys with control over the NSA began the Q intelligence dissemination program to invoke an online grassroots movement called the Great Awakening. It started on underground internet channels and then moved to the mainstream. Q has been a fun distraction for those who follow world events and desire truth, but it's about to begin a much more important and necessary phase. Keeping the public informed when the deep state war breaks out onto the surface. By this, I mean high-profile arrests. Yes, folks, those criminals I'm referring to are famous politicians, actors, singers, CEOs, and celebrities. People who have earned our trust, our respect, and admiration, they have done very bad things that are all fully known and documented, and they will be severely punished. Those of us who have followed Q since the beginning will be here for you to make sense of all these upcoming events. We are among the first to realize that our petty partisan divisions are just trivial distractions and we are all enslaved by a hidden enemy. We realize that the problem was never capitalism or socialism, democrat or republican, black or white or muslim or christian. We know it is it's just these very powerful criminals who had too much power. Fellow slaves, it's time to buckle your seatbelt, recognize your true enemy, embrace the new future that we all owe to our brave patriots.
who risked their lives to achieve victory against the greatest force of evil the world has ever known. The good people of America, left and right, Democrat and Republican, white or of color, young or old, you're witnessing the take back of America from a large number of very powerful criminals who have been destroying society and the world for several decades, hell, maybe longer. This is the greatest story of our time. You have the choice of either scratching your head in confusion when hearing and seeing these events unfold, or looking up the information provided by Q to understand the real story. They want you divided. They have been working to divide us forever. It's time to wake up and experience true freedom instead of the fake kind we have been living under. The good guys with control of the NSA began this Q intelligence dissemination program to invoke an online grassroots movement that came to be called the Great Awakening. It started on underground internet channels and then moved to the mainstream. I thank you for listening to this very, very, very important message. Please do me a favor. Share, share, share to your friends, your family, your spouse, your boyfriend, your girlfriend, your loved ones. Please share this message because it is very important that we all be aware of what's going on. I thank you so much from the bottom of my heart from listening to the Truth Podcast. I hope that you're here next Monday as we continue the Truth Podcast and we continue to question everything we're told. Enjoy the rest of your day. Enjoy the rest of your week. And I'll catch you right here on the Truth Podcast, where we question everything. Take care.